Okay, so we are recording under a beautiful Leo full moon. Um, and we have a guest here, Molly. And as a fellow Leo rising, Molly, I just <laughs> want to ask you what your favorite thing about being a Leo rising is. Um, I think there are quite a few things. I feel like I just like am very, especially not like I feel like growing up, I was very just kind of like bubbly and loud and just kind of like, you know, like all over the place. But um, I feel like I just love how extra I am sometimes. Like I really just go, I just take something and I just fucking go with it, like all the way to the other side of the earth. And that's like, just I'm just here to do that. I'm here to like make myself laugh mostly. I don't care if other people (laughs) laugh at me. I'm just here to literally just like take it and just fucking go. So I think I I just love love that that. the most. Just being the best explanation (laughs) ever. Yeah, you should be the spokesperson for for Leo placement. Please. Oh my god. I feel like 2021 is the year of like reclaiming the word extra. Like everyone always says it in like a negative connotation, but like no. No, literally. Like I feel like people are always just like, oh, like people are so extra. And I'm just like, who fucking cares? Like I'm extra. I like I'm extra, and that is the end of the sentence. Like, you don't need to add anything to that. Like, you don't need to add some negative shit to it. Like, it's literally just me. Like, I'm extra. Yeah, it's like, yeah, thanks for noticing. Literally, (laughs) like, that's what I want. Like, please feed my ego. Okay. Okay. A woman ruled by the sun, elemental. So much. Right. Welcome to the fifth element. A podcast for people seeking intimate connection with their innermost self through holistic healing, cosmic consciousness, and radical rebirth. We hope each episode is an opportunity for listeners to join the collective journey towards intuition and integration. Okay, a, a, a woman ruled by the sun. And yet, um, so we have Molly Hanlon with us today. And um, Molly is a creator and she has a business um, and the business name is Moonbeam by Molly E. So mm. we love the the balance there. We have the sun and the moon, the sun just like radiating from you, but then um, you're also a cancer. And yep. so- you know, you got the moon in there too. So yes. we love and then that. a Libra, a Libra moon. The balance. Right. So exactly. like the balance is popping off. People Thank who say you're extra, like, again, we're reclaiming that term. It's not a bad thing, but it's like, you're the most balanced one of all. They don't even know. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Keep please praise <laughs> feed yeah, in my so way. That's all I want. <laughs> tell us more um, about you. You want to introduce yourself to our listeners, um, who you are, what you do. Um, maybe a little bit about your business before we get into um, into the details. Yeah, for sure. So again, I'm Molly. Um, you know, I'm here. I'm 25. I um, I'm actually from Massachusetts as well as Emily. So that's always funny that like I never got to really like know you until we got to Loyola, and even like more so after that than that. But um, so that's pretty cool. I'm living in Providence now. Um, let me talk about my business a little bit. I'm like trying to, <laughs> like trying to go in order and everything. But um, 
So I have like my little Etsy business. Um, I just do like, I like creating stuff. I like making art. Um, something that I started doing in quarantine, I like lost my job a couple times. I got furloughed and then I got laid off. So I was kind of like, all right, well, that sucks. I just moved. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, wow. So that's really fun. Um, so I just had like kind of like a lot of free time on my hands to kind of be like, all right, what, what am I doing with my life? Like, what am I what's happening like mm -hmm. the pandemic sucks but like it definitely gave me like a lot of time to kind of like figure shit out like personally spiritually and also like little business wise and now mm -hmm. I like I don't know I feel like I was like honestly like watching a lot of TikToks we love TikTok here yeah we do um, <laughs> um and I was just kind of like watching people like work with resin and like work with a bunch of other materials too and I just kind of like teaching myself like new crafts and that one just kind of stuck hmm. so I kind of started it as kind of just like a shitty like little like I'm gonna make my friends a bunch of ashtrays and it's just gonna be like a fun cute little activity for me but then it was just kind of like this is actually like kind of cool it's kind of pretty I can again make things that are like super extra and kind of like present myself in a way a little bit and they're also just kind of like spooky and witchy which is very my vibe mm. so it's just I don't know I, that's all I really want wow. to say. About that's it, a that's a quarantine success story if I've ever heard one. In terms yeah. of you know like creating something, I feel like most people did pick up a lot of hobbies, but mm -hmm. also to also you said you're like I just go, you just run with things. So literally, like this is another I just, example. I literally took it and I fucking ran with it, that's and then amazing. I spent like hundreds of dollars on supplies, but that's fine. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Wow. So. I'm just wondering, like, obviously we know from the stars that you are inclined to have this, like, you know, all these, like, vast interests in this performative and fun, effervescent mm -hmm. nature, but I'm wondering, like, were there any, like, events or people in your life growing up that kind of helped cultivate you into this person that's, like, not afraid to lean into her, like, sun shining, <laughs> um, like, personality? Like, have you always been this way? Um, like, were you a theater kid? I always ask oh my people God. Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I feel like I, yep, I, I was. Very much <laughs> in middle school and high school. Yes, I was a theater kid. I was in drama all of high school. Not really causing drama, obviously, but like, you know, doing the yeah. damn thing. Yeah. Um, so that definitely does show through a lot. Um, so I think that's definitely something that has like definitely like kind of stuck with me. Like not really the dramatics of it, but just me kind of being like, I just like showing off. And mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Like, that's what I'm here for. Again, feed my fucking ego. That's all <laughs> I am here for. Um, but I mean, like, I feel like for the most part, I've been mostly like that I think I like just in life I've just been hand handed a bunch of like shitty shitty shit which is like not really fun to deal with sometimes but you know it is what it is a lot of mental health issues but we're here and I think that's kind of like I it started out as kind of being like a I'm just gonna be even more extra out of like spite just to be hmm. like let me like push myself forward like spite, um, like spite at the universe? Yeah, just kind of like spite <laughs> at the universe, spite at the people that were like making me feel like shit, spite at yeah. the situations that were making me feel like shit. And just like, like, so I'm like, I have like severe depression and anxiety. And I feel like just kind of like trying to come out of that a little bit more. I think like being like super extra and like bubbly has just kind of like 
on one hand, it's like not great because it's like I could be having a really hard time and people are like, no, she's fine. And I'm like, I'm not, but I'm going to laugh about it anyway. <laughs> um, but I think on another end, I'm kind of like, it's kind of helped me push through some like shitty things. It's just kind of like laughing at myself, laughing with myself, pushing myself forward and just doing the damn thing and going all the way out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and yeah. we met um we met at uh Loyola our college yes. which our yes, listeners have definitely heard um <laughs> is there any uh any standout moments from like your older older years college years of like um you know stepping into yourself a little bit more that you can um touch on yeah I feel like definitely in my senior year that was kind of I feel like I started kind of like coming into myself more and like being a person um I was in like this is like not even off topic because it's like my life but whatever um but (laughs) but I was in just like a very long relationship with somebody and it wasn't serving me and I couldn't see that because I had just been in it for so long that I was just like I'm not even able to like like I'm not even a person like I'm just Mm. kind of like I just felt like I was like out not not like fully outside my body but just kind of like I'm going with it and like things are fine like and I just figured everything was normal and I just kind of like ignored any like red flags or signs and was just like yeah oh totally like we're just gonna be together forever and I was just like romanticizing the shit out of like some really toxic stuff And I just really wasn't able to like recognize that or see that until it was like gone. And then I was like, oh, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, (laughs) oh, (laughs) just like a fully like, oh, my God, like, who am I? And then it was just, again, one of those things where it's like, I have to come back and find myself and like figure out like what the hell is going on, like what I enjoy and like not what I enjoyed doing with like another person just like more about what I like and what Mm. I want in my life oh my gosh thank you for sharing that because (laughs) I I I feel like we don't talk about breakups enough in that sense especially like if you don't know you're in a toxic situation and you leave it and you literally have this feeling of like, who am I anymore? And like, how do I get back to myself? How do I find myself? I was just reflecting on this because I, obviously music is like a big part of my life. I love to sing, I love to play um, music. And I was reflecting on the first relationship that I was in and I went the entire relationship without ever playing music. Like, I just like stopped singing. I just like wasn't playing piano and just like that was not a part of myself that was kind of like welcome in that relationship or just like something that I didn't bring and I totally lost that. And I remember thinking after the relationship ended like, okay, these are things that I need to make sure are present in my life when I'm in a relationship with someone. Like I need to make sure that I'm still singing. I'm still playing the piano. I'm still like reading I'm still doing the things that I love and like it was that feeling of like okay reset time to get grounded and time to like make sure that the next time I'm like in relationship with anybody because even like friendships sometimes can be like intoxicating or business or work like I need to make sure that I have the things in place that bring me back to myself and remind me that I am like my own person yeah and yeah 
that's so, I feel like that's also just ties in so well with what we're going to talk about today, but thank you for sharing that. That's great. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, that's literally like my senior year at Loyola was like really spent trying to refigure out like, what am I enjoying? What am I actually like here for? Like, what am I doing? Literally. Um, yeah. Because like at that point I was just like, well, I did all of these things here, but like, did I actually like doing this? And I didn't even really do much for myself. So I was like, oop. Nope, Seriously. can't do that. No, no, no. Yeah, well, this whole time that both of you have been talking, I've been thinking like like creativity and creative expression and art or music or, you know, whatever you are like making comes from this like sense of like inner desire and passion and like attunement to beauty and things like that. But it has to come from a place of like, what do I value and what's important to me and what do I want to see made and brought into the world? And yeah, it's so easy, especially in the context of like relationship or even like, you know, if you are just working a nine to five job that you hate or like things like that, like you become so consumed with um, like maybe the stability of that thing or not wanting to lose that thing or losing a sense of yourself. And thus you can't, you can't pull from like this empty cup of like desire and creativity and passion to put that into the world because you're giving all of your creative energy or you're just your energy at all into other people and external things and not filling Mm -hmm. the world with you. Yep. Yeah. That's so true. (laughs) That's so true. And like as Leo placements, like we would literally wither away without our creativity and like everyone. And we're just being extra as Leo. Like we just have to insert (laughs) insert that we're Leo placements in any conversation. But oh, exactly. That is so true, Keely. I never even thought about that. Like having so much energy, like holding on to something that you can't create something. And I feel like I feel like people also have a pretty rigid view of creativity. And we talk about this like in our birth chart readings because there's the house of creativity in astrology and it um, houses both like children and like creativity as in romance and sex and like kind of like love affair type of things Mm -hmm. and kids. And then there's creativity like passion projects and hobbies and actually like creating art. Um, And I, I am not a tangible creative type of person like I've never like made anything but the other day I was just like wait how cool would it be to have like I was thinking about our episode obviously but I was like how cool would it be to have like a shop and there's just like people that are like browsing your materials like at all right time like that's it's actually like a piece of you rather than like I don't know like singing is you're putting like your energy out there I guess but to actually have like tangible piece of you that's wild to it's think just about. like it's so it's like crazy to just like have something to just like take home and like be doing like a good thing to like support somebody else but also just in general to be like this is like it's cool to see like it's like a common interest thing to me too because it's like oh like you like things that I like like that's really mm-hmm. cool like I would love to get to know the people that are actually like buying for me because I feel like we'd be into a lot of like similar shit you know mm-hmm Wow. And to know that like a part of you is living in someone else's home. Right. <laughs> right. I'm a cancer like, rising. I'm, so that is I interesting had, to me. I don't think I had really like thought fully about that until like this second. So now I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I feel like I'm always just like, like I put so much like thought and effort into like what I'm sending out into the world and everything. But I like, I feel like once it's done, I'm like, okay, like that's done. Next one. Like going on to the next one. And I haven't really like stepped back to be like, oh, oh, like I see like my friends have my stuff in there sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, like that's nice. Like that makes me feel good. But like now I'm like, okay and I'm about to like trip out here because I'm just like looking around and it's like everything that I own was like created by somebody you know what I mean yeah uh-huh. that's like nice though it's really it's wow so cool it's crazy well it's not right. yet <laughs> but and then this is another reason why like I just love like buying like handmade things or mm. like look like small businesses stuff like that because to hear you say like you put so much time and thought into everything you're creating and you're creating it with your hands like is so I think lost to us we have been talking a lot about this season the theme of like ancestry and lineage and tradition and things like that has been coming up and I feel like when it comes to like buying products and things like that is really like easy to be kind of disassociated with something like knowing like where the ingredients came from or like who created it or what energy was poured into it and um I think it was our friend Danielle also a loyal grad on her podcast Third Eye Unblind she was talking about um like the responsibility you have every time you bring something into your home and she was talking about it specifically in the context of like crystals or sage and things like that of like once you bring something into your home, like that thing has a specific energetic frequency and it carries with it any, you know, like bad energy or negative energy, depending on where you sourced it from or who you sourced it from. And like, once you bring that into your home or once you own that, like that energy is like your responsibility. And so to know that like, yes, but, and, but sometimes I don't know, like now I'm worried like, Oh, like if I buy a crystal, like who knows what someone locked in there, what bad energy, like I gotta cleanse that stuff. Somebody put some shit in my crystals. Yeah. But I just, I find that when I am buying things like intentionally from like friends I have, or like when I, like peruse someone's Etsy shop or, you know, things like that. Like you can so easily tell when people like, this is something they're just doing for money or because it's like an easy thing that people like they know want, or like when people like put time and attention and everything's unique and uh, yeah. I have these cups from um, our friend Madeline and she has a, a, like a pottery shop and she gave me two cups um, as a gift and they're beautiful I usually have it right next to my computer, but honestly, since Mercury retrograde is approaching, I like moved all my liquids because I'm like, I feel like I'm going to spill on my computer. But anyway, I literally only use those two cups now. Like I just rotate them out and yes, they're beautiful, but it's also because like, I literally feel like they're just, I don't know. They feel different to use and like, they, they are like infused with intention. And I like feel that like when I pick it up and like, when I drink water and wow. Yeah. It's a lot. So, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what, uh, I guess this is a good kind of lead into, um, the question of like, what, um, practices do you have, if any, that kind of help you tap into that creative space? And like, do you do anything like any sort of like ritual while you're creating or before or after what's kind of like your process with that yeah I mean I feel like 
my general creative practice is like I feel like there are a lot of people that are like super diligent and they're just like I do this I get up and I do I like have a coffee and then I go and create something that I like want to make but I make it like super intentional and I'm just like I make something like super intentional but like my brain is just all over the place all the time so it's like one day I'll be like okay I want to make more resin stuff another day I'm working on like a rug right now why am I doing that <laughs> like this is it's what your heart like, wants <laughs> it's literally exactly like it's just me kind of like what am I drawn to right now like what do I need in my mm. life right now like I'll paint I'll draw I will like learn new creative things like I think that's definitely one big practice is just kind of like I want to learn new things and like learn how to make like new things so I think mm. I just like learning about like new shit to make like I just made like a moss mirror because I saw somebody on TikTok do it and I was like I'm gonna do that because that looks cute and again we have the we have the Leo rising thing we break it in and I want to take pictures of myself all the time and yeah wait okay this is such like a foreign concept to me because I have literally never once thought like let me make something like I've just gotten into like cooking when I say gotten into cooking like (laughs) I don't even know what that, like, no, but I literally never have felt that urge. I don't know. Like, I, I guess I felt You're, like it's how not. Stellium is quaking. Well, I guess I feel like it's not like, I'm not like good at it or like, I wouldn't know how to make something like that's not, I'm not like a maker of items. So like, what? Does that ever go through your mind or are you just like, no? I'm oh my God, no, this. all the time. Imposter syndrome is so real. Like every day I'm like, this looks like shit and I hate <laughs> it, <laughs> but I made it anyway. Like I have, I have one, of, I have like a coaster that I made just like for myself, just like for shits one day out of resin because I was like starting to make some that I was like selling. Um, I have it right here. Um, looks kind of nice on the top, but I'm going to show you why I'm kind of like, this is a piece of shit and I love it anyway, but it's just like, it's just cute. Got some like shit going on there. It's like sparkly. And then there's two skeletons in the back of it. Just kind of hanging out. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know. I like that. (laughs) Wait, I'm so into that. I just like, that was just like an idea. Cause I like saw like, I don't know. Like, I feel like so much, I'm just going to keep referencing TikTok. Cause I feel like half of my time lately has just been like, it's too cold for me to go anywhere or go, even go outside. And we're in the middle of like a panoramic. So I'm not leaving my house at all. <laughs> so I'm just like, I am, I need to like do shit to like entertain me. So I'm not like sitting in my bed watching like true crime docs all day, which is mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. fine. I just don't want to do that all day, but that's sometimes what happens. So I feel like a lot of the things, like I get ideas on like TikTok or I get ideas on like different sites from like other people that are working on things or like I have, like I'm on, uh, who uses Facebook anymore? But like I'm in a couple different like Etsy groups on Facebook and just like, just to have like a familiar interest and just see like what other people are doing because Mm. I just like want to learn like new shit or I just like want like something to stimulate like my creativity a little bit but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love though. I feel like that's a very, uh, Leo rising type thing too, though. And having a moon that's ruled by Venus, like you're only like, you're drawn to creating things, but you want it to be something that's of interest to you. And that's like coming from like, again, like from the heart space, like it's not, 
it's not like oh yeah I have all the supplies to do resin art now so I'm just gonna like bust out a hundred of those and sell them to make money it's like yeah yeah, like like sometimes I'm just not feeling it and I'm just like no like I like I love it but I'm some days I'm just like "Ah, this is not what I want to do today this is simply not what I want to do today I want to do it when I like want to do it and like I want it to be intentional like I never want to make something that's just like this is half-assed and like I just threw it in the bag and it's getting sent out to somebody like I want to make something that's like meaningful to me and to the other people that are like coming and purchasing shit for me because I'm like that's like it's a cool experience like I love online shopping and I know other people love it too so it's like I want to make it cool. I'm not just going to make something that I'm like, I hate this. This sucks. Like, I want to make something that I like too. That's really interesting. Um, And you mentioned TikTok and, you know, Facebook groups. Um, Are there other uh, things that inspire you? Or if you're feeling like in a rut that you're like, I'm going to do this to get inspired again or to like, kind of like we were talking about earlier, like bring yourself back to yourself and like get in that space. Um, And I guess like kind of a caveat to that would be like, do you have recommendations to people if they're feeling like if they're in that space or have been in that space for a while of just like, I have absolutely no like creativity or no, um, just feeling really blocked in that area. Is there anything that you do to get inspired? Oh yeah. I love just like, I'm like trying. <laughs> There's a couple things. Uh, one, weed. Can I say that? I don't know. Yes, you can <laughs> say that. That's, that's your <laughs> that truth, Molly. That's that is my truth. But um, that's definitely one that's just kind of like just uh, sometimes like a couple different strains will just like kind of like perk some creativity. Definitely not the biggest thing that perks my creativity, but it's a nice little nice little perk. But um, I don't know. Like I love. I feel like I'm very in my head when I'm like by myself and I feel like this pandemic has given me a lot of time by myself. So I feel like I will literally just be thinking like God knows what in my head for like a day. And then I'm just like, I I have to like make something I have to make this or like, I see things like I see like similar themes, like popping up in dreams Mm. or like things that I see like in my daily life, like outside that I'm like, I need to like put this out here and onto like a piece of paper Mm -hmm. or like into something if that makes any sense Whoa. are like big like I'm a very like vivid like imagery person and it, I feel like it kind of like helps me like if I'm like kind of stuck on like what I'm saying or doing in like certain situations I feel like that kind of like brings me out and kind of like puts it on paper so that I can like articulate something that's like kind of hard to say or do I guess I think bringing that like having the ability to bring like what you're feeling inside or in your mind or all these things into like a tangible sphere is like, at least for me, like so helpful in just like one understanding what the heck is going on in my head, (laughs) but two, yeah, like seeing the patterns, like what is showing up and then to like have something tangible in front of you. Like, I don't know. It just seems like it brings this air of like completion or like meaning into a physical realm that you just can't get otherwise if you just keep sitting about it, sitting thinking about it. And you can't ever get it out of your head if you haven't like brought it out of your body or, you know, sung it out or cooked it out or written it out, things like that. And I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons like why I admire, I'm not like, 
I'm creative, but I'm not like an artistic person. Like I remember sitting in school and being like, if only I could doodle, this class would be so much more enjoyable. <laughs> you know, like I literally would think this and, um, or people who like had like super like cute, like illustrated notes and stuff and, um, things like that. I was always like, wow, like my life would be so much more thrilling if I could do that. But- Honestly, like same, that's me looking at like other artists. I'm just like, mine is like, I, again, like I look at something and it's that imposter syndrome treating, tre- like creeping in and everything being like, damn, wish I could do that. And I'd be like doodling in like my psych classes at Loyola all the time because I'm like, yeah, it helps me concentrate a little bit, but sometimes I just need to zone out and not be in the space. So I got to do something that like, kind of like breaks me out of that for a minute. But yeah, like that, like I have that imposter syndrome when I see other people create, but then I'm also like, it's fine. But also I'm not, I'm like, it's not fine, but it is fine. (laughs) Overall, like it is fine. Like it's, everybody's thinking it, I feel like, or at least like, that's what I'm like trying to tell myself that like, everybody's got a little bit of imposter syndrome being like, I can't do that. Or like, mine looks like a piece of shit but like that's the point like it's not gonna look the same as everybody else and you don't want it to either like exactly. I would not want to make some like mass-produced piece of poop that like everybody wants like I want it to be something that I like and what like other people like and like something that helps me like connect to other people and other things you know yeah and when you were talking about dreams and how uh you know if something comes up like, you know, in this realm of the subconscious a couple times, it's kind of like a sign for you to get it out there in the world. And I was thinking like how um, kind of this concept that you've talked about a couple of times of like art connecting you with others or like what you're creating, connecting you with other people too. It's like in those moments where this um, you can like interpret the subconscious and like what your dreams are telling you and what the universe is telling you, that's literally like you accepting the message from the universe of like, hey, this needs to be created. And you're like, got it. Like that yep. is so cool. And like, when you think about it, that is like all art, you know, like it's inspired by something bigger than us. And then like, we're just here, little like hands and feet on the earth to like carry it out and like make sure that that gets into the world. And just like you said, with everyone being unique, like it needs to be filtered through everyone's unique expression. And then we have all of the like beautiful objects in the world. Like they were all made by a different person. That is still blowing my mind. I know it's like, it's crazy. And I mean, like I'm literally having like the same like revelation in this space with you guys right now. So like, that's really, really cool. (laughs) Wow. We're thinking about like an entire person's like every event in their life, every person they've come across or run into on the side of the street or things like that, every single life experience has brought them to the exact moment that they're in when they're creating mm-hmm. the thing that that you are then receiving. Right. It's like an entire person's life story and all their ancestry and lineage is then poured into like this project. Literally, literally. Wow. Like I'm kind of just starting to like, like off topic but like I feel like I'm starting to learn a little bit more about my family now and like my great-grandmother or like one of my great-grandmothers I honestly don't remember who I think it was my dad's grandmother um she used to paint and like her paintings were like all of like there's just like so many like landscapes and like different sunsets and I'm like I know that this like a little bit of this is why I like am so drawn to like when I'm painting like I'm drawn to shit like that and like 
I won't always do like a landscape I'll just like draw I'll paint or draw whatever I want but like I feel like I love like little deserts and just like I love sunsets like the craziness of like all the colors like how crazy is it that like we get to like see all that shit like every every day or so okay. and that like that happens you know like yeah. <laughs> talk about art yeah. and like how and, and like like um like you said with your like your ancestry too like touching something that belonged to someone you know that you maybe never even met or that has died like that too is so important to like be able to pass things like that down. And like, maybe one day your great, 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 great grandkids will like find something of yours and like feel connected to you, like in a different way. Like that is so cool. Wow. I need to like start potting, potterying, potterying. Pottering. No, uh, what is it? No, it's, I don't oh know. <laughs> I don't like ceramics. Ceramic. I don't okay, know. yeah, that. It's like all. Yeah, I don't know what the verb that, like, is. Umbrella. Start doing that. <laughs> I feel like there's also so much. Like it's what a. Okay, this makes sense in my head, but I'm trying to like say it is like what an opportunity to like enact like your sovereignty like through the act of creating something in terms of like imposing like your own authority over like your experiences so I'm imagining like like again like being stuck in your head about like something or trying to make sense of something or reflecting on memories or experiences or things like that and then being able to like bring that into the world in whatever medium or format but then getting to decide like through what lens or through what medium that is expressed or through what color you paint it or you know like just being able to like take an experience and then like mold it into like an expression and then therefore like mirrored back to you in like its creation but like mirrored back to you in a way that is like therapeutic or healing to you like having that authority over what's otherwise just kind of like sitting inside of you right art has become very much like a healing practice for me like as a whole and it is for like a lot of people but like this is it's definitely gotten me like out of a lot of like really tough like head spaces and like shitty situations where I've kind of been like this is something that I can like come back to and like take time on and like put something onto like a page that I can't like articulate again or like something that I just want to see or just like something pretty or like I think I like painted like this place or like this bridge in Providence and I was just like it just looks pretty at sunset and I wanted to paint it so that I could like have that and like even though I live here I can see it like every day like I just have something that I'm like I made this and like I can just remember like the good memories that are like associated with that space I guess but Mm -hmm. it's definitely like very very like therapeutic like healing thing for me like I feel like a lot of the things that I like created before I started doing like resin and a bunch of other stuff like more so when I was really just like drawing and kind of still in that like I'm not that good I'm just doing this like this is just like what I do like this is just what I've done my whole life I'm just kind of like puttering around with my paper and my pencil and puttering around with my paintbrush (laughs) but like it was like it's definitely like something that has like healed me and like something that I've done like in like therapy or like in just like other spaces to make myself like feel good. Like I think my therapist like gave me like a prompt or like my old therapist, I don't work with her anymore, but I loved her, she was great. But she gave me like a really cool like prompt to work on to kind of like work me through some like really depressive 
um, ideation thought things that I was like happening for like quite some time. And she was like, I want you to kind of like tap back into this thing that like you haven't picked up in a while because like you've been like mourning some like shitty stuff. Like let's kind of work through this. And like I drew myself, but like covered in like rocks. Cause I was like, that was how I explained myself to her. She was just like, I want you to like tell me how you feel. And I was like, I literally feel like there are like rocks in my brain that are just like weighing me down every day. And she was like, can you like draw that for me? And I did. And I don't know where it is. It's somewhere in my house, but it was just a very, like, it was something that I was like, it's something for me to work for and not just be like, Oh, I'm going to sit around and be sad again, which like, I definitely do do that, but you know, it's fine. Don't we all, (laughs) but it was like a, like cool prompt for me to kind of like articulate how I was feeling because I couldn't find better words to like explain it other than like I literally feel like I have rocks in Mm. my head and like coming out wow Wow. (laughs) and now you have like a visualization to like explain that feeling to yourself with like when you do feel that way exactly back when um therapy could be in person I did like this sand tray therapy session with my therapist and it I think she knew that like if she handed me like a blank piece of paper and like a paintbrush I'd like throw it back at her and be like (laughs) no so we did the sand tray which is like for kids but actually when you were talking about your therapist bringing this up to you I was thinking of this as well because these are like modalities that are used with kids and like when we tap into our creativity and our subconscious we're also tapping into like that innocent part of us like when we were kids and we were just like creating without thinking about like what it's going to look like or who's going to like it or this is wasting my time or I have other things to do it's just like no you just create because you're just living in the moment and like you know even even like little kids having outbursts like they're just creating their emotions because they like don't give a fuck but with with the sand tray thing it literally was like she had all these kind of like almost like dollhouse objects like little tiny objects and um she just was would have me create like a scene in this little sandbox and at first I was like this is so weird and then you know the time would be up and I'd be like oh I just recreated my childhood like in this (laughs) sandbox yep like oh was like no it, it it takes you to such a different place like I don't know when you're like touching something or just like being able to be very lost like in that moment and present like things really do come up from the subconscious and from the surface that you never would be able to like articulate um you know if I yep. was just like if she just asked me the question it wouldn't have come yeah. out the same as like we both looked at it and we're just like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> makes a lot of sense that's how they get you they're literally just like oh we're gonna bring it all back to all of your trauma and you just made something out of that that represented it and you're like oh my god and then you're at at the end of your session literally and you're like oh yeah she's like do you want to do you want to take a picture of it I'm like no you can get that (laughs) (laughs) but it's right Emily like like if you're trying to tap back into those spaces or I guess like most of us aren't on a regular basis but like what better way to do that than like through the art of play or like creativity that's just like free and you know like kids like that's such an efficient way to do that that is so lost to us yeah yeah so you said you know you saw your art practices as 
healing and therapeutic. Um, do you also see art as like a spiritual practice? How does it function in, I know that you also read tarot. So like, do you consider that a spiritual practice or like, what are some, um, yeah, if you see it like that, or if you don't, like, how does it kind of fit in the greater context of your life? Yeah, no, yeah, both of those, as I said before, art is very much very healing, spiritual practice to me. Like, I feel like it just brings things up that I'm like, this was like not here before. And it like helps me heal as like a person from like past stuff, but also just like develops me even further into like, what am I into? Like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Um, And tarot is too, 100%. Like I have my deck over on my altar and I'm just like looking at her. She's cute, but (laughs) like she, like I, that's definitely, tarot is very like, I'm like trying to like learn more about myself through tarot or like learn more about other people and not necessarily just be like, oh, well, you got the tower thrown out in the middle of your deck. So you're about to have a shitty time right now, (laughs) but more so just trying to like understand like, okay, well, like let's try to understand each other as like people, like what's going on. Like, uh, like just trying to like connect with people in a way and be like, this isn't necessarily saying that your life is a piece of shit and like everything's going to fall apart. Like I'm always trying to like flip it, I guess, in like more of a positive manner and be like, this is like, like this is just like a time of change. Like it's changing, like shit's changing. And like, it's going to be a little bit scary, but like, I'm not about to like predict your future and be like, I know everything that's about to happen to you, but it's just like, it's healing for me to kind of like see those cards or like be able to read them for other people and just be able to like connect with them on that level and just kind of like be like, Hey, like, this is just like, this is just what I'm seeing. And like, it's not like a, I'm reading your future. It's not like I'm telling you where you're going to go. It's just sort of like, this is what's going on. Like, this is just what's, what I'm seeing is like happening. And like, there's just, I'm showing you like where the energy is going at this time. Like I did like a year ahead reading for myself and I was like, okay, I can see how each month is kind of like going to flow or like how the whole year is going to kind of look for me and like how it's going to look in different spaces. And like also what I can do to like, support myself or like support the people around me during that time too in whatever way that I feel like is necessary or like whatever I feel like that energy is like riding towards you know wow <laughs> mm-hmm. and you've mentioned like connecting with people so many times which is honestly I've never thought about art like that I guess but it like makes so much sense with you're literally like bringing something into the world from like the depths of like who you are, like the most authentic part of yourself, not filtered by fillers or like words or anything like that. And it's like an offering to see who, um, like you were saying, you don't want just, you don't want every single person to be wanting your products. Like you want the people who are attracted to you and your products to like want your products. And that's so, I feel like that could be a greater metaphor just for like life and bringing it back again. Like this lesson of Leo with being like, if you shine your brightest in just like who you are, you're going to one attract like people to you that are attracted to that, but then also like give other people permission to create their own thing and like shine brightly themselves. And like, we don't all have to be the same. Um, 
but like we need people like you, like artists being able to take those risks and like get over that imposter syndrome hump of the day and just be like, okay, here I am. Like, here's what I'm giving out into the world and like who wants it and who wants to come with me on this journey of like creating. Literally. Yes. I love that. I love that way that you just like put that in. That's like, oof. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, this is, this is just teaching me a lot right now about <laughs> creativity in a different way in art. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's just all energy, all vibes, all good it's vibes. Just vibes. <laughs> it's just vibes. No phones, just vibes. <laughs> okay. I do have like a kind of an off, uh, off the cuff question. So a lot of people, this is going back to when I was like, oh, a quarantine hobby. Like a lot of people are like, don't, um, don't like turn all your hobbies into like side hustles or like mm. business, business ventures, all that stuff. And I've always had trouble with that because I'm like, kind of going back to that conversation, like, I'm like, if I'm putting myself into something and I want it to be in the world. Like, I, I don't know. That's like, to me, kind of like a fine line. But what do you think about that? Because I know you have like several hobbies, like some of which you do, do and do not monetize. But like, do you have any just off the cuff thoughts about the like? Yeah, whole- no, I'm honestly yeah. so glad that you brought that up because I was like, oh, I feel like this is going to come up. I feel like oh. I'm going to want to talk about this. Okay. Um, But no, like you, like that, like I kind I like completely agree with you. Like, I feel like, especially because like, it kind of all also just comes down to the fact that like, not to like go all the way into like capitalism, but like capitalism, like, listen, like if I want to monetize my products, I'm going to do it because right. I need to survive. And I also want like other people to like have that stuff. And like, right. I want to again, be able to put that out, but like, it's also like a lot of work and energy on my part. And I think it's important to kind of like recognize your worth in that situation and be like, if I want to monetize it, I will. If you want to have a different opinion, go ahead. But Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to go ahead and do my thing. Yeah. See you later. And shouldn't you get paid to do something you love to do? Exactly. Like I want to like, if I'm in like a career in general, like I don't want to just like sit on my ass all day and like, do something that I hate. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to like always be in that like headspace where it's like, I don't need to make like a bunch of, like, I feel like that's always how I've been. I've been like, I don't need to make like a bunch of money. Like I'm okay. As long as I'm able to like pay my bills and like do have, and like support myself, like in the way that I want to be supported and like Mm -hmm. do whatever. It's not that like, if I want to monetize it, I'll monetize it. And if I don't, I don't, but like, it's also like, it's like, partially too like just recognizing that like whatever you're putting out there is like worth something and like if you want to have people pay you for that or like don't like go ahead like yeah. you deserve that like you're putting that energy out into the world and like again you've got to pay the bills like yeah. capitalism really be sucking us dry these days <laughs> but it's like it, it could go so many different ways. Like there are definitely some things that I'm kind of like, I just do them to do them. I make random ridiculous videos on TikTok. I'm not looking for some stupid sponsorship. I don't even get enough views to get that. Like get out of here. But like, it's fine. Like we're still manifesting it. Right. We're, yeah. manifesting it. we're gonna manifest it. Like if y'all want to give it to me, sure. I'm okay with that. Like that's totally cool. But like, 
sometimes trust, it's the goal trust the universe not. yeah trust the algorithm oh literally like I stay trusting in the universe I'm like if I don't trust myself I gotta trust something I don't, right. I don't know if I don't know if I fully trust Big G but I do be trust in the universe with like taking me elsewhere <laughs> okay oh, <laughs> our alma mater is quaking right <laughs> Okay, well, speaking, well, speaking of, of, trust- of trusting yourself, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, oh. I love you. <laughs> well, um, take it away, Keely. Our script, apparently, we're on a shared Google Doc Ooh. script, apparently. <laughs> speaking of trusting yourself, um, you know, we are always talking about intuition here on the Fifth Element Pod, and um, intuition can so often be likened to, like, just this innate trusting or this gut instinct um and I'm just wondering like and clearly Emily's wondering as well um (laughs) like what are some sure signs that you are in touch with your intuition whether you know related to art and creativity or just in your general life like what are the signs to you or feelings that like oh yeah I'm in touch with myself and I'm on the right path yeah no for sure um, well, first of all, I tie in a lot of my intuition to my cancer son. I feel like when I think of cancers, I think of these like intuitive people that are very like emotionally intelligent and in touch with like their shit, but also are able to kind of sense ahead of time what's going on with other people or like out in the world and like kind of verbalize it in that way. So that's one thing. But I feel like there were a lot of times in my life that I kind of like didn't trust my intuition or I didn't fully know what that was or how that manifested in myself. And I feel like that again, got me into some like crappy situations. Like, again, I dated somebody for five years that I was like, this is not serving me. And no, like I had nothing that was like screaming, like, yo, red flag, like this is a red flag. You got to get out of there. But um, it was like, and that's again, like something where I was like, I felt like my intuition was like very underdeveloped at that point. And like, I could kind of like sense what was good and what was not good for me. But I was also still kind of like in situations where I was like, yeah, these don't serve me. But like, I don't know, like for one reason or the other, like I'm going to stick with it. But I feel like over the years, I've kind of been like, like kind of like focusing on myself and like being more like selfish with myself, because I feel like a lot of my life, I have given a lot of myself to other people that like don't deserve it or other things that don't deserve it. And I'm like, just like not really about that anymore there's like no reason for me to be like that anymore. Like I'm 25, like life is too short. I know I'm like a baby, but it's fine. Like life is too short for me to like continue trusting in shitty situations or systems or people that like don't deserve me to like invest in them. So I feel like now, like my intuition just kind of like, it like comes in my head. Like, I feel like I'm constantly like, since I'm so like with myself, especially now, like I'm able to kind of do like shadow work more and kind of like see where my inner stuff is kind of like affecting other things on the outside and go from there. And then I'm kind of, I feel like I've been able to like develop my intuition like through that and kind of being like taking two sides, like not to like be one of those people that are like to play devil's advocate, but (laughs) to like pull out, just be like, okay, like what's going, like, let's go, let's try to like, be Libra, Libra moon literally like trying to be more balanced and trying to be like okay like let's try and see what's going on here and like so it just kind of like manifests in like what I'm writing down or like what I'm like 
seeing and like now I'm able to kind of like see situations and immediately know that I'm like this is not this is not what is what I'm here for so I feel like I don't like not even like in a negative way but I feel like my intuition kind of stops me from get being too trusting of situations that are not looking good or like being too trusting of people that are not good for me um because I feel like a lot of times I was just like very trusting and was like oh like people know what they people know what I want without me I shouldn't have to like tell them but now I'm like no I do and like I get like gut feelings too like I don't know if you guys get like that stomach feeling but you just like like yeah like people always call it that gut feeling and I feel like I didn't know what it was for so many years until I was finally kind of like wait a minute I've seen this before and it didn't go didn't go so good Mm -hmm. (laughs) the last time so let's let's kind of let's regroup and then I'm kind of like again doing that Libra moon thing of like let me go back and forth what's going on here let me listen to this side um but yeah I don't know if that makes sense I think it does (laughs) yeah it does yeah and especially as a cancer like memory and like nostalgia and like being able to like think back and remember things is like such a like core part of who cancer is and so you know to be able to like sit and like discern and like not ignore those like messages of like the past coming up and to be like oh yeah this might be why I'm having this like sacral response or this visceral response to the situation literally like there were so many times in the past that I was kind of just like I don't understand like where my reaction is coming from in this situation and now I'm kind of looking back and I'm like oh no because like that was fucked up and like why was I not listening to myself like it was again one of those things where it's like I'm with people that are like not serving me and like I'm not able to see like those blatant like red flags like staring at me in the face and then just now being able to kind of be like not perfect at it but like at least kind of able to discern like best what I want like I think that's a lot like in a selfish but like not so selfish way because it's me but like I want to like make sure that I'm protected I'm good I'm all set Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I'm always like on guard and like looking out for myself and I feel like that's like my my intuition is like my bodyguard I feel like sometimes like that's again like that visual stuff like literally my bodyguard blocking me from dumb bullshit that I don't need or want that's amazing and and that was like a huge reason of why we started this podcast because it was like there needs to be um you know, there are so many distractions trying to get us away from trusting ourselves over everything and like listening to that voice and valuing ourselves when you're in a situation and there's just like that, that feeling inside of you that's like, I should leave or like, I should walk away or I, you know, whatever. And the more you ignore that and stuff that down, like the more disconnected we become from ourselves. And so like a huge reason behind this was like, okay, let's talk about how like reasons how we can get back in touch with that because there's so many ways that we can lose ourselves outside of that. And I was just thinking, Keely, like we think that we're not creating anything and we're literally- You literally are. Every like, life of podcast. This is creating wow. stuff. Like, I was just thinking that. I was like, <laughs> wait, we're like on people's phones. That's like cool. this is like, I have episodes downloaded on my phone oh, to listen thanks. like in the car or like at work and just like- do my wow. work but also like kind of hear what's going on or like if I'm cleaning my house I'm like ooh, like that's something tangible that you guys have like that people can take away like it's not like a physical item but it's still tangible because people yeah. can save it and take it away people can post about it on social media and like that's 
that's that's creating something mm. even in your music Emily like that's creating something even mm. if it doesn't seem as tangible like it's like if you post it like it's a video that people can now have and like go look back on and be like oh that's nice I like that Aww. thank you, thank <laughs> yeah. you queen you're just like yeah. wow I'm just... feeling feeling the love. <laughs> I just again like cancer all the feelings all the feelings <laughs> all the feelings <laughs> I love that. Well, our <laughs> podcast may not be tangible, but um, our birth chart reading PDFs, which you can buy, oh, are so good plug. Good plug. a piece of good us plug. physically in your home, you mm. know where to find it. And um, Molly, where can our listeners find your products that we've raved about thus far? Yes. So I have an Etsy. The tag is Bo- Moonbeam by Molly E. Um, I typed it into Google beforehand. So like I have the link up and everything, but it's really just like etsy.com slash shop slash moonbeam by Molly. Um, but I'm also just like, if you want to follow me on Instagram and just yes. like chat, same tag moonbeam by Molly, me, Molly, e, if you want to follow me on my art Insta. And if you just want to follow the regular Insta and just hang out, I'm a good time. Sometimes it's the M zero L L zero H. And honestly, like there have been so many legitimate friendships that have come out of this podcast. So <laughs> literally, if you're if you were vibing with this conversation, go hit her up because please come vibe with me. Yes. It is all vibes. What about I'm are you going to give out your you TikTok? Laugh. Are you going to give your TikTok? Like, oh, my TikTok. Um, my tag on TikTok is stinky baby crab. <laughs> because I I just am a yeah. stinky baby crab. I okay. Goals. <laughs> Thank you so much, Molly, for being. Thank with us. you for having me. This has been so awesome. I've been so excited to do this for like so long. I'm just like happy that I've like been here. I'm happy I got to meet you, Keely. Yeah. I've like heard so many good things, obviously from Emily. Um, and the podcast is amazing. Like, keep up the great Thank work, you. you guys. This is Thank awesome. You so much. I love Leo Risings. <laughs> <laughs>